Hello. Hello. I'm Kate Butch. And I'm Caitlin Powell. And this is Queers Gone By, the podcast where we talk about nostalgic film, TV and snacks and try to work out if that's what made us queer. And today, today switched it up. Did I? Yeah, you said the podcast instead of the show. Well, it, I mean, it's, a pod- it's both it, a podcast and correct. a show. Yeah. Took me completely it's probably off. more so a podcast than it is a show. A show suggests that we know what we're doing. <laughs> that there's any production value. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I think the main reason I switched it up is because I am a third of a glass of wine down. Ah, I just had a cup of tea, so who knows what oh. happened. Um, we're on different wavelengths. Also, also, I've got a sort of no- I've got a festive snack. I've got a festive <laughs> snack. Okay, I have. I just bought yesterday my first set of mince pies. Oh. Yeah. Where from? Uh, Sainsbury's. It's oh, alright. Okay. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes. Um, I haven't shopped around. I've had one. I've had the Sainsbury's free from. Yeah, I think I got those. Oh, no, no. I almost got those, but there was only four in a pack, and I was like, I will. And it's more expensive those. for four. Yeah. Like, you just don't. Just, there's a little bit of milk in them, and you'd like, you don't, just don't need to put milk in them. Yeah, lads. Exactly. Take it out. Take it out. You can get co op ones, and I think Greg's ones are vegan as well. Speaking oh. of vegan delicacies, this mm-hmm. is from Morrison's. Mm-hmm. It is a gingerbread donut. Oh, okay. It's vegan. It was 50p for a pack of five. Ooh. That's, that's a deal I can get my chops around. That is a bargain. That is. Ch- cheap as chips. <laughs> oh, it's so cheap. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. <laughs> oh my god, it's this drag queen in a cab. Um, and... It's like an Uber or something. No, no, it's a taxi. And she's like, I'm getting... No, Laura, no. I'm getting this. No. How much is it? Oh, it's so cheap. <laughs> cheap as chips. It's so... It's incredible. I'll share it somewhere. Do not worry, everyone. Uh, I'm going to stick this down my gullet, this gingerbread donut. Um, I don't know where the hole is, so if gingerbread innards slot out... <laughs> Oh I God. can only apologise. Welcome to the stage, gingerbread in it. <laughs> she sloshes out. Yeah. Right, that's just that's just dough. Oh. That's why it's 50p. Um, that's at least yeah. 5p for that donut. Um <laughs> now I'm gonna go for the I'm gonna go for the gingerbread in it now. Okay. I'm having some water, it's quite refreshing. Do you know what? That's dead nice, that. Is it? Mm, 10 out of 10. It's like a custard donut, but then at the end, it's like, hello, I'm Ginger. Love that. Oh, same. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sloshed out onto my thumb. Oh, it's. Oh, look at that. <laughs> feel wrong watching you do this. It's like very sad. We should have done this for the Patreon. We should have started OnlyFans of just me eating donuts. OnlyFans. <laughs> Gingerbread sloshings. Anyway, today. Today. We are back on our festive. Bullshit. Fest- <laughs> festive bullshit. <laughs> I was like, what's a nice way of saying festive? Nah. Nonsense. Fest- no, bullshit. We're back on our, back on our festive bullshit. Um, you chose this one this week. Uh, yeah, because you told me I had to choose one. Um... <laughs> well, it worked out nicely that we had four weeks in December. We had the Patreon one, you choose one, I choose one, and we choose one together. 
and because I've chosen something shorter next week, and we had something shorter last week, that's the inner workings of how we decide what we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. For example, I googled Christmas films, and I knew what this one was. So, you know, <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> I've been planning mine since last year. <laughs> yeah, I... I just don't know Christmas films. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. This is... You've picked a pretty... It's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Tell the people what you've picked. Tell them Tell them why. Oh, yeah. I know, because you Googled it. <laughs> yeah. So I picked Home Alone. Home Alone. I thought you were going to join it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I was pick- I vetoed my arms recently. And, I'm just, you know, there's like s- stragglers. <laughs> yeah, don't vet. So like, How did you shave? I did, but you might see this plaster <laughs> on my arm. Because I am incompetent. <laughs> yes. Bony wrists, singer of Mary's boy child. <laughs> so yes, we're doing Home Alone. Um, and I would like to give it a little, you know, when a song has a complex title and they put the rest of it in brackets. This is yes. Home Alone, brackets, men persevere to their detriment and have yet to communicate <laughs> Also, Catherine O'Hara is mysteriously out of focus for the entire film. <laughs> She's ethereal. Yes. She's un, 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 not put downable. That's a book. She's, you know what I mean. She uncapturable. You, you can't, can't capture the radiance her. of Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. You can't. You cannot. <laughs> Do not try. Um, yeah. I, how? Um, what's your kind of like relationship with this film? Uh, I saw it for the first time a couple years ago. It was quite good. Really? I, this, yeah, this is not nostalgic. Um, I knew of the. Why have you chosen it? Because I knew what it was. <laughs> right, you better get planning for Christmas 2021. <laughs> what makes you think I'll have remembered anything? <laughs> I. I it's a Christmas wish. That's that's all I want. Either that, or you change your social medias to be more streamlined. Wait, I'll take either. Wish that I develop a memory. Yes. Okay. And failing that, do cats because memory. Oh. Oh. Oh, could we do the cats like the recorded musical? Not not. Yes, the... by all means. Oh my god, I'd love that. Let's shut this down now. Don't give a fuck about Catherine O'Hara. Let me see Elaine Page in a in a battered coat. She's on the radio every other week. You can just every week. Every week. Every week. She's keen. She's bloody keen. She's very keen. She's got a lot to say. Um, I once tweeted a really innocuous tweet about Elaine Page's radio show, and like seven mm. Elaine Page stan accounts liked it. And I was like, this isn't a complimentary tweet. But... Go ahead. <laughs> They're just happy that she's got the airtime. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyway, this, this film, I remember watching it back in the day when I went to Christian Youth Group. Oh, did you? What's your trauma there, though? <laughs> well, we used to watch films a lot. I remember this, this and Racing Stripes featured heavily. What's that? Please tell me. It's about a zebra that oh. goes and uh, does horse racing. 
Right, yeah, I'm familiar. I thought you were going to tell me it was like Herbie fully loaded. It's similar. There's a race. Okay. Yes. Um, and then we got one week, we watched iRobot. Oh. I know. And then they were like, um, so here's why it's God's plan that people get diseases. And I was like, I'm out. I'm done. Bye-bye. We're finished. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't and know what we had. We just had like with Christianity a ended. general atmosphere of guilt. Oh, we love to see it. Yeah. A little bit of shame <laughs> for the family, for our family. Get involved. Under the stage. General <laughs> sense of guilt. That would be my drag name. <laughs> like in military regalia as an actual general. Yeah. Right. Love it. So Home Alone. Yeah. We open with, with the eponymous home. In a kerfuffle. The titular home. It's a lovely home. Yeah. It's a lovely house. Oh. But Catherine it's... O'Hara, she also makes a lovely home. That's not the phrase, is it? What's it called when like Keeps a lovely home. Keeps. Mm. Um, it's ruined by the, the presence of children. Yeah. Vile. There's <laughs> so too many. many children here. You've got too many family members. You'd have an argument. Also, like, most of you don't like each other. So why is, what's going on here? Why are you going on holiday together? Absolute nightmare. Oh, there's even more people waiting for them in Paris. Yeah. Why do you like so many people, you weirdos? <laughs> Did you ever have to go on holiday with another family? Um, not young. Okay. Later on. Yeah. It was fine. I remember um, we, I went when I was about like, I'm going to say like eight. We went on holiday with a family who were half German. We went to Austria. And... I just got left while well, all the adults did stuff. It was me and the three children, all who, all of whom spoke German fluently. And we got sent yeah. to a German, um, what's it called? The, the kids club thing. Okay. And I had no clue what was going on. Also, German children are very active. So we had to do things oh. like climbing shit and running places. I didn't care for that one bit. <laughs> Wasn't this the same place where you watched The Wizard of Oz in German? Different. I've got too many okay. German relatives. <laughs> How? Because I didn't even know you had one German relative. Good for you. Good for you. I watched uh, uh, Wizard of Oz in an attic in Dusseldorf. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there consensually. <laughs> that was the choice. <laughs> well, as consensual as you can... Yeah, if you're going somewhere as a child, it's not really consensual, is it? But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Dig that hole. Keep going. <laughs> so the iconic Catherine O'Hara is there, and oh, yeah. she has no time for Kevin, played by, of course, Mr. Brenda Song. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. I mean, he would take her name, no? Like. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolute Queen Brenda Song. Absolutely. What is she doing? Um, is she okay? Have we checked on her lately? What's going on? Is she there under duress? I think so. She is metaphorically a kid in a Dusseldorf attic. <laughs> Blink once if you're a kid in a Dusseldorf attic. Who amongst us isn't a kid in a Dusseldorf attic? 
Macaulay Culkin is 40, which I should have worked out given that he was 10 when this was made and it was made in 1990. But I saw 1990 and I was like, oh, that was 20 years ago. Yes, yeah, same. No. No. He's 40. Mm-hmm. Hate to see it. And yet he still looks about 12. Oh, yes, at the time, yes. Yeah, no, currently now, yes. Yes. Um, it's like that kid, what I found like out that kid in Nanny McPhee, who is all over the place, the one with the very... Thomas Sankster. ...pointy face. He was 15 when he played he that little... little fetus child. <laughs> he wasn't very much younger when he was that child in Love Actually, speaking of Christmas. Oh, of course, yeah. Hmm? Bizarre. Horrid. Um, and to be fair, he is incredibly annoying, Kevin, in this, and oh, at least in the start. I was getting me slapping arm ready. I <laughs> <laughs> should say, Chris Bombay does not condone slapping children, unless they're really annoying. <laughs> He's now 40, it's fine. Yeah, I'll slap him now. <laughs> slap him retrospectively. I'll Macaulay Culkin on site. <laughs> <laughs> you just give me a call, Macaulay. Um, and Joe Pesci is there as a cop. I kept thinking it was Joe Pasquale, but that's a different person. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. I've got to have you. Up your ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's play- so he is the, the, the burglar who does some burglar. Spoiler alert. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, well, if you haven't seen it, but I literally saw it a few years Um... But I'm pretty sure, so he's dressed as a policeman. He's like scammed his way in. But even then, I'm pretty sure the police aren't just allowed to walk into your home and interrogate children. Maybe in America. Uh, yes. It's a different time. Yeah. I, I, I can't tell you why Joe Pesci's doing what Joe Pesci's doing. <laughs> Joe Pesci can't tell you why Joe Pesci's doing what Joe Pesci's doing. <laughs> Joe Pesci's been, Joe Pesci is the child that are just a little attic. Yeah. In this film. Someone's like, I've got some dirt on you, Joe Pesci. Get yourself in here. Put this gold tooth on, babe. Um, uh, nobody's helping Kevin pack because um, he is a child and he's like, what do I bring? I don't know, like, like, you... why, why don't they just tell him what to bring? He's a child. He just needs instructions. Write him a list. Also, why are you packing for a big holiday the day before you go? Oh, oh, we will get to the disorganization of this family oh the, you have the a palpitations i felt very unwell yeah um, you, um the best way that i find of packing i packed like a few days before a major event yes mm-hmm. i mean a lot of the time i'm up and down the country because i'm booked and blessed but if it's like a big oh. if i'm going across the globe yeah as they are from chicago to paris mm-hmm. um emily in paris and oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what you do, you work out how many days you go in there, you times that by two, that's the amount of pants and socks you bring, because what if you shit yourself every day that you're there? Mm-hmm. And it trickles down to your socks. Yeah, 100%. I'm literally there like... Um, actually, I don't bring that, that many. Oh, no, but what Weirdly, if you shit yourself I... and, the, and, and the shit sticks to the trousers? No, that's, the logic ends there. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, as soon as I touch down in New York, I will become incontinent, but not okay. so incontinent that it seeps through to my outer layers. But it does seep down to your trousers. No, to your But it trickles down my leg. Yeah. Okay. 
avoiding the trousers. I don't think we should delve I'm too not letting this, this go. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I am also what the French would call les incompetents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Obsessed with this precocious blonde bitch. This bracy bitch. <laughs> bracy bitch! Look, we've all been a bracy bitch. <laughs> she is in, like, the scrunchy bitch family. Yeah. Uh, in my experience, you just become mute for two years. She hasn't really followed that. <laughs> and you get a lot of ulcers. Yeah, you get lots of, uh, because they're like, you can't eat apples. And my mum was like, you're eating fucking apples, babe. And then I got, like, bits of apples. <laughs> like, watch me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, I was like, I'd rather not, thank you. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and she oh, said that Dusseldorf to sit in an attic. <laughs> I'm I'm worried to fully unpack the Dusseldorf attic. I'm happy to let that be just what it is. Just let it be. Just let it I, exist. I blood it will. <laughs> um, uh, so Kevin goes to his brother. Yes. Buzz. He's a weird horny teenager. Yeah. Is it true the girls in France don't shave their pits? <sighs> you are boys hideous. Care about that? You were among teenage boys as a child. <laughs> yes, but I think from early on I was like, I'm not like you. <laughs> yes, but you were sort of observing like David Attenborough. You were like, oh, I was. I was also like, why am I attracted to this? <laughs> <laughs> a valid question. <laughs> why, why, why has this happened? Um, I don't know. I don't really. I wasn't. I was mainly friends with girls. Shock horror. Um, you weren't privy to the conversation of armpit hair. I was not. Other than in like changing rooms, they'd be like, "I got one armpit hair." <sighs> you know when when puberty. What a horrible time. Yeah, awful time. And I was like, "I'm going to beat mine off." <laughs> <laughs> Badly. <laughs> Get a little cut on my wrist. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of interest. Uh, I wouldn't have had my little accident. Um, that's a Beetle. You haven't seen Beetlejuice? Oh my god. No. Catherine O'Hara. I know. Um, uh, so horny teenager Buzz has also got a pet tarantula. Which is yeah. Imp- and I was like, that'll, that'll come up later, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of bloody foreshadowing, they look out the window and who should they see? But creepy shovel man. Yes. Scraping along. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's, he murdered everyone in his family, and he's going to get you too. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. And uh, Macaulay's getting very overwhelmed by everyone. There's Which so many people. I could relate to. Honestly, who amongst us doesn't panic when there's more than two people in a room? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfectly normal reaction. There can be a hundred people in a room, and... It's far too many. I'm having, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does some great um, acting, child acting. Um, where, Thank you. you know, when they just, they're having, they want to prove they're having an emotion, so they just stick their arms out and walk about with their arms out. <laughs> Which musical not... theatre actors have taken up to great acclaim. <laughs> it's not a million miles away from the truth. I do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Joe Pesci is talking to some weird glasses children. 
Yeah. Who are just one of which blank. Fuller. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Um, is Kieran Culkin. Oh! Brother in law. Brother in law. Because it's Macaulay Culkin's brother. So it's Brenda Songs. Oh, I didn't hear you say Brenda Song. I was like, this is oh, a I very see. complicated Wait. family. <laughs> Listeners, you may notice we have got a, a slight dip in quality. Um, just yeah, in terms I'm fully of the show expecting to sound like a bit no. of <laughs> Back but to it's okay. early we're lockdown st- we're persevering. <laughs> That's nostalgia, hon. <laughs> I was meant to do a Zoom gig for Zoom, but they cancelled because they couldn't get the Zoom to work. What? It's like you had literally one job. I was really excited. I was going to be like, so how do you feel that Skype's dead in the water because of you? But and yet. How did, how did they not, how could they not make it work? I don't know. I wasn't part of it. I no. was just t- going to turn up in a wig and read out some numbers. Never mind. Never mind. <clears throat> so. The pizza guy turns up and he wants $122.50 for pizza. More money than I can comprehend. I know, right? Um, and finally, Joe, Joe Pesci, as policeman, uh, gets to talk to the dad, uh, who is yes. a right so-and-so. <laughs> I have no <laughs> time for the dad. I don't like the dad. Also, because the dad looks like someone that I recognise, but is not, because he's okay. 20 years too old. Right. The dad has a go at Catherine O'Hara for not buying him some shaving implements. And I'm like, it's your face hair. Get a grip. <laughs> anyway, Joe Pesci is talking about how he's basically trying to see if they're going away or if they're going to be in, and obviously they're not. Mm-hmm. And he says, don't worry, we're just te- making sure everyone's taking the proper precautions because there's been lots of robberies. And I'm like, will you just let a stranger into their house? <laughs> so if I was the dad, I'd be a bit like, him. Yeah, if I... If I was walking around a house, even if I didn't live there, and there was a policeman just standing in the doorway, I'd be like, I- I'm going to stop what I'm doing. Yeah. And yet they're like, oh, we're just, we're going on holiday. I don't live here. I'm just, I'm just a visitor. That doesn't stop around. because you're going on your hollybobs. <laughs> hollybobs! Welcome to Sage. Hollybobs. <laughs> I haven't heard hollybobs in so long. <laughs> Not since I lived with some really annoying housemates. Oh. <laughs> five years ago, uh, it's fine. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I see. I thought you... First year of uni, five years ago. Hate that. Mine was six. <laughs> Horrid. Horrid. Anyway, um, Joe, uh, the dad tells Joe Pesci all about their security arrangements. He's like, I've got yeah. these lights to go on. We've got this and this and this. Cool. And Joe Pesci's like, hmm, lovely. I shall store all this information in my sparkly gold tooth. Mm-hmm. Or, as I learned that Caitlin pronounces it the other day, his sparkly gold what, Caitlin? It's a tooth. Don't laugh at me, it's a tooth. Caitlin and I walked past a dentist the other day, and Caitlin was like, look, it's a tooth. And honestly, like, you know when, like, all of you, like, scrunches up on the inside? And, like, I, I almost did a bit of a sick. Okay, a little bit of context. The, the dentist had a, um, a door handle in the shape of a... Tooth. In the shape of a what? <laughs> Look, at least I don't say tissue, all right? <laughs> I quite like that t- would be that's a little bit cap about tissue. 
You said it was very Welsh of me. It was, but I didn't say it. it was. I was endorsing it. <laughs> Fuck you. Tis you. Um, anyway, they the pizza comes. They buy the they get the pizza, and Kevin comes down, and there is no cheese pizza left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "There's an easy solution to this, Kevin. Get a pizza, take off the toppings." Yeah. What you got there is a cheese pizza, or even a margherita, if you will. Some people are just childish. Because they're children. Especially children. Yeah. <laughs> we also get, sorry, this is the most important part of the film. I can't believe you didn't mention it. We also get a good look at Catherine O'Hara's suit. Oh, I had that written down somewhere. Uh, yes. The most incredible I, yes, beige I was... number I've ever seen. And the dangly earrings. Yes. And it's so like 90s shapeless. We have no choice but to slam. <laughs> um, so there's no pizza left for Kevin and carnage ensues Kieran Culkin almost dies his uncle calls him a jerk look what you did like, you little jerk or, I was like alright you just disfigured your son because he rounds <laughs> a chair up into his son's face I was like mm. uh, by accident we should say as if no uh, one had I been. mean everyone's reacting like jerk is the worst word like I'm sure my uncle called me a cunt it's like seven. No, that's not good. <laughs> well, my mum threw wine at my uncle because he said bisexuality doesn't exist. That's what, at oh, Christmas. No, he he was. She didn't start it. He. Oh my god! This is so much. Sounded <laughs> like she ended it. Huh? Sounded like she ended it though. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, what's that little cap? Ladies don't start fights. But they can end them. Yeah, that's my mum. <laughs> my mum's that cat. Which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he he said women weren't... Uh, oh, women were too illogical to understand him. And then my mum was like, what the fuck, you cunt? And he threw wine at her. <gasps> and then she threw wine back at him. And then later on... He said bisexuality didn't exist, and I almost started crying. And <laughs> why am I sharing this? And um, this is the most exciting thing. And she told him to get out, but he didn't. Get out and stay out. That's very exciting. He legitimized my daughter. <laughs> is that related to the Dusseldorf attic, or are they separate occasions? Could they all kind of I intertwine? Think all of these little stories just come together. <laughs> Everything comes back to the Dusseldorf attic. Yeah. Um, speaking of attics, Catherine O'Hara puts Kevin in the attic. Yes. Look at that. Look at that little segue. Um, Kevin's like, I don't want a family anymore. And Catherine's like, odds on. <laughs> she literally does. I was a bit <laughs> like, oh, are we supposed to hate Catherine O'Hara? She's being pretty dodge. <laughs> he's like I don't want a family she's like say it again might come true yeah. he's a petty bitch I love it <laughs> yeah he makes his classic Christmas wish that all his loved ones would fuck off <laughs> and frankly they take the hint um so there's like a real spooky scene where like the clock the, the wind is I don't know you know what I mean like the yes. wind is good the, the spooky spooky and the the um Tree falls down and snaps a power line and all the power goes out and crucially all the alarm clocks turn off. Oh yes. So 
There's chaos. <laughs> the, 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 so what, the taxi driver is knocking on the door, being like, Hiya, it's eight o'clock. That's when you said you were leaving to get your flight to Paris, halfway across the world. And they're like, Fuck. Fuck. I have never been more stressed. And to be honest, oh. I did forget that it wasn't their fault. But frankly, <laughs> I think if you're this late for a plane, you don't deserve a holiday. I just, if you can't organize yourself to be at least an hour early, and that is stressing me out, just saying. Because what if you get delayed? Then you're like half an hour early and you might as well just kill yourself. Um, it, sorry, I'm so stressed out by the situation. <sighs> it's a lot. I mean, it was like, I was like, why haven't you got an alarm on your phone? And then I was like, oh no. Mm. It's the 90s. It's the 90s. <laughs> it's just this podcast. Oh no, it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they run uh, through the airport and get their plane. Oh, well, well, the, 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 the mishap happens with the random annoying neighbour kid who oh, accidentally yeah, gets counted. Well, he's just there like, hey guys, what's going on? This is a really cool car. I hear they're going to Paris, France, and I'm going to Miami. And then the daughter, who is at least 25 um, and is playing a 15-year-old, um, yeah. accidentally counts the random little uh, neighbor I kid see. as yeah. a child. She thinks it's Kevin. And mm-hmm. so they're like, cool, great, dun, 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 dun. Is and they go. His sister? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, cousin? I don't know. Not, I don't know who's related to whom in this film. Even if they're distantly it, related, I feel like she should know that one of them isn't her cousin. He's facing away and he's got a hat on. They've <gasps> thought sorry. of this. They've had you off at the pass. Right, got you. Every plausible plot error that I could have maybe found, they were like, ah, ah, ah we've got this covered. I was like, well done ah, to you. Ah, that's it. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah, they go to get the plane and uh, the kids are in coach. And the parents are in first that. class. <laughs> I, well, Catherine O'Hara was like... class with your kids in coach. I love it. Catherine O'Hara was like, oh, I feel really bad for leaving... Like, I feel bad for the kids, them having to be in coach. And I was like, no, feel bad for the other people on the flight. You have left your unattended, unsupervised, awful children. And all of the... They're going to be screaming yeah. and shouting and that ugly one's probably going to be masturbating oh my god <laughs> am um, i wrong you're not wrong i was just like good for you Catherine. you're living your best life but that is another take sure well uh, yeah i was like i'd love to do that i mean i don't have children so i can fly first class if i want to actually i can't because i can't afford it but i was just like that is such a hard that's a set that's the, when so i work in a shop in the daytime some woman came in she brought two toddlers in. And let them run amok? Yes. Well, see, this is what I don't understand. By all means, have children. <laughs> <laughs> I can't By endorse all means, that. have them. I'm not happy about it, but that's your choice. Just have them. But if you are not holding tight to the scruff of their little necks to make sure they don't <laughs> wonder... I've got a question. Absolutely your parenting awful. style. And then she was like, oh, so you're going to do everything. You're going to like fill up my basket for me and do everything for me. And I was like, well, the reason that you have children is to force them into servitude. <laughs> Were they tall enough to reach the thing, though? I don't think so, but that's Jump. not my problem. That's their problem. <laughs> Jump, bitch. <laughs> Go home and grow. <laughs> Go 
come back. And if he come back, when you got some GCSEs. You're at least a meter. <laughs> Don't come out until you're useful. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. meanwhile, I, I hate. Right. If I sorry, this is a tangent. When I was a Tell kid, me. if I even considered walking in front of and therefore inconveniencing mildly an adult my mum would have just grabbed me by the scalp and hoisted me back <laughs> why has that stopped why are we letting children wander in front of people the amount of times i've gone as a child recently is unbelievable through the roof through the some roof. would say be polite to children they're wrong <laughs> Anyway, meanwhile, yes, um, Kevin wakes up and his wish has come true. Yes, and he's having an absolutely lovely time. He's got an air gun. He's shooting some things. He's watching the video "Angels with Filthy Souls," the classic. Keep the change, a filthy animal. I'm going to count to ten. One, two, ten. What is that film? It's not real. I googled it. <gasps> oh, okay. Made for this. It's called Angels with Filthy Souls. And then in Home Alone 2, colon, Lost in New York, um, it's Angels with Even Filthier Souls. It's the video <laughs> really? that he plays. Yeah. Amazing. Is that the one with Donald Trump in it? Yes, he appears. And Tim Curry. <gasps> yes. We should watch that. Although, hmm, maybe I'll I don't think. I think I've seen it once. Is it good? I think it's all right. And then I think I might have started the third one, but that doesn't have Macaulay in it. What's I don't have point? anyone in it that's... Who's it have? From the first... At some random child who did not catch on in a big way. Oh. I mean, Macaulay didn't catch on in a big way. He just took a lot of drugs. He was in a lot of films as a child. And then he was in... He was, um, he was in that James St. James film. Oh, yes, the he Club was. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Monster. Club party monster. Party <laughs> monster, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, yes. so what's he done since? Being a child. Brenda Song. <laughs> no. I do not believe they engage in any sexual activity. Occasionally they will touch hands through a sheet of cling film. Yeah. It's like Grimes and Elon <laughs> Musk. Like, there's no way anything happens. <laughs> oh, oh, listeners, I'm glad this is an audio podcast because the little, the little hand gesture that Caitlin Powell did just there. That's enough to put you right off your, your gingerbread donut. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Obscene. Anyway, Catherine is on the on the flight and she's like, oh, she feels oh I think I've I think I've forgotten something. <laughs> mm, could it be the gas? Could it be the door? Could it be something that came out of me? <laughs> um And then she does the classic Kevin! Yeah. Catherine O'Hara's career as a non-committal mother has been extraordinary. She really serves it. <laughs> that is her niche, and yeah. she fills it. Yeah. And then she was that, like, Frankenstein lady in that other film. What film? Uh, Night Before Christmas. Oh, yes, of course. She's Sally. Of course Sally. Yeah. Sally, yeah. Um, so, Macaulay's Home Alone. Oh. Um... <gasps> Alone, I was like, say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I honestly, if this was me, if I woke up age eight and my family had gone, I would be a fucking mess. I would have just been like, ah, 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 where they gone? Ah. <laughs> What's wrong with I... it? They've just pointed out that you're a dickhead, McCauley. I think I'd be on a similar train to McCauley. I'd be like, yeah, okay. This is my, this is my situation. We're going to have to age make the eight. best of it. Sorry? Aged eight? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was a jerk. More than I. <laughs> well, now, any time that I'm lying in bed awake and I feel like maybe I might be visited by some burglars, I'm like, what do I have in my room that I could spring a trap? Yeah. You know what I do if I've been freaked out by a horror film where there's like a home invasion? I have a massive go at myself for being so egotistical as to think the night I watch a horror film would be the night I get home invaded. <laughs> How selfish <laughs> do you have to be, Caitlin? It's <laughs> like I'm trying to sleep like a baby. Shame! It all comes out of shame. Um, so, um, Kevin sledges down the stairs and Joe Pesci is revealed as being one of the burglars with his little gold tooth. Uh, but Kevin manages to scare them off. Yeah. By just playing the film, I think, something? Oh, no, he turns the lights on. Oh, he turns the lights they on. They think the people are um, back. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, Catherine's got to a phone. And she's like, everyone, get phoned. Get called around, everyone. Call everyone you know. Catherine O'Hara there, proving Americans don't understand the concept of a queue. Like, someone's on the phone. She's like, excuse me, I have to take a pause. <laughs> I could be dying. My arm could be fully hanging off. And I'd be like, well, the nice lady needs to finish her call, so I'll wait. Like, <laughs> the idea of saying, no, no, me now is astonishing. <laughs> astonishing. Also, in a foreign this language. Lady, she's speaking in French. She might be going through the exact same situation. Just in, like, Montmartre. <laughs> Someone Mon son. What the fuck is son? <laughs> Comte de Garçon. Like the boys. Like the boys. <laughs> Just being Rina Sawayama. And that is more important than Macaulay Culkin in Venice. Bonjour. Je suis home alone. <laughs> Mon petit boy. <laughs> Garçon. I can't... Is it Fee? Is that son? I know ma soeur, ma mère, ma père, mon père. Mon père, mon small père. <laughs> mon Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> mon Col- Macaulay Culkin, c'est home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Zutalo. There goes our French audience. <laughs> anyway, um, Kevin is r- buoyed by the um, ability to scare away the burglars and he marches outside and be like, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. And then he sees Creepy Shovel Man and he's like, ah, this film is just Macaulay Culkin screaming. He's yeah. going, ah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. At least six times. Also, we're saying Creepy Shovel Man. He sees a man with a beard. Like, and fair enough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're right to be worried. He runs back inside. Um, um, yes. Meanwhile, Catherine has got through to someone and got them to check up on her son. The shit police, which it's good that we like the police are portrayed as very incompetent here. 
oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. So the policeman turns up, Macaulay's hiding in a bed because he's an eight-year-old. Um, the, all the lights are on and the policeman's like, mm -hmm. well, nothing unusual here. Due diligence be damned in the police department. <laughs> it's just like, well, nothing more I can do. Also, the policeman is called Sergeant Balzac, which sounds like Balzac. Is that actually his surname? But Balzac is a thing. B-A-L-Z-A-C. Oh, like, like the author? French. <gasps> a writer? <gasps> Bonjour, je m'appelle Sajal Balzac. Allô? Le maison, c'est vacant. Solo. <laughs> Je appelle oh, Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine is waiting at the airport for a spare plane ticket, and she's like, "Everyone else going to have Christmas treat sends. Off yeah. you go. I'll wait here." Um, and Kevin does the iconic. Is this the iconic bit? The aftershave bit? Yeah, I don't get this. Why does he scream? Well, I don't use aftershave because I respect myself, and I just put moisturizer on because. Wait, what is aftershave? I thought it was like perfume, but for men. I think can't... it's like perfume that you put on your open pores, and sometimes like, like babe, a few centimeters down. I think you put it everywhere on your face. I don't know, because if something causes me pain, I will not do it. Yeah, men really can. I think because if you shave your face, sometimes you get little little cuts on your face. Like you can get also on your arm if you're veating, and you need to. Keep going. Um, so obviously, like, if you get aftershave in that, those cuts, then you're gonna yeah. scrub. I've never shaved my legs and then immediately squirted perfume on them. That seems counterproductive. Oh, I knew someone in sixth form. This is the worst. She shaved her armpits. Yeah. With a rusty razor. Her armpits bled. <gasps> and she thought the best course of action was to put deodorant on them. No! No, 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 no. So her armpits got super infected and she went around sixth form showing everyone. Anyway. Um, what? Anyway, Kevin's in the Hordy Brothers room. Sorry, was it Newsday in Buxton? What the fuck? Look at my infected armpits. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I had a look, obviously. Obviously. It doesn't come around much. Was it great? An infected armpit. Yeah, horrible. Oh, lovely. Like green. What? Mm. Green? Wow. Green and weird. Horrible. Um, Kevin climbs up the shelves of his brother's room looking for money. Yeah. And the, the crash that ensues, these, all these shelves break in twain. How is this child not dead? <laughs> I... I know everyone's like, how are the burglars not dead? I'm like, how did the burglars manage to get into that fucking house because the child should have died from falling off these shelves? Yeah. Little eight-year-old boy should be snapped in two from <laughs> Fucking should. Um, but he gets the money and then the tarantula scurries off. Yes. A tee hee hee. Meanwhile, um, the burglars are in a different house. They're, they're doing some burgling, yes. And riddle me this. I think I must have been like, I must have got lost. The phone rings and it's the dad. Kevin's dad, yeah. Because he's calling, he's got the address book and he's calling around, seeing if anyone's around. 
to go and check oh, on Kevin. Well, I and didn't he's hear like, that bit. Oh, uh, he was like, right, here's the thing. Got a bit of bother. Um, I am in Paris. So give me a call on this Paris number. And the burglar's like, oh, so they are in Paris. So who's doing the lights, please? Okay, that makes a lot more but sense. Like, I was like, how come it's your priority to let your neighbour know where you are? This is so weird. Um, also, I don't believe it can be that friendly a neighbourhood because these burglars are burgling in broad daylight and no one's stopping them. Because they're all away. All of them? Joe Pesci's like, this whole street is vacant, lads. Look at these lights are going to go on right. now. And now. And now. Huh. If you had if you had a fucking nice house like those people on those streets, I'd be staying put. Yeah, that's the base. Oh. That street is the most Christmassy looking street. Also, why you got your lights coming on if the whole street is empty? Waste of electricity. Just in case people are driving around and a. No, the lights are to make people think they're home. Well, it's not working, is it? <laughs> I think it would have worked if Joe Pesci had disguised himself as a policeman and been like, so what are your security measures? What time are your lights going on? Hmm? Are we saying that Joe Pesci is the hero of the piece? I'm not not saying that. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. I'm, still, I'm not sorry. Um, so Kevin goes to buy a toothbrush. Yeah, meanwhile, Macaulay's been a dickhead. <laughs> Well, the shovel guy arrives at the shop as he's about to pay. So Kevin's like, see you later, lads. I'm, I'm yeeting out of here. Yeah. And they ch- a policeman chases him for shoplifting. And instead of just going, no, I haven't shoplifted. It's just that guy scares me a bit because I am eight. Just I mean, runs. yes. And there's like an ice rink that he slides across. Yeah. A lot of fun. And it's all very comical. Um, meanwhile, the thieves... Uh, they've just finished robbing that house and yeah. Marv, who's the stupid one, is like, I turned on all the taps because I want that to be our calling card and I want us to be called the Wet Bandits. Which yeah. I mean... <laughs> tag yourself. I think if we were to like do a shit kind of Cock Destroyers style scenario, we would be the Wet Bandits. No, Have you been watching Slag Wars? What's that? It's, it's the cock. Dest- I haven't seen it yet. I'm, very, I'm gonna wait till it's all out and watch it. It's the cock destroyers competition show to find the next slag superstar. Why well, they haven't called it slag race? I don't know why. Um, but... Is it like a porn competition? Yeah, they're like, who's who's gonna be the next cock destroyer <laughs> or whatever. How are they judging? What? Where is this being shown? It's for free on the internet, I think. Yeah, but you know what I'm asking. Is it like a porn thing? I don't think you see their dicks or their other bits. Okay. But they do do that. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just think it's people well, being I just like... just slag wars and then expect me to go, oh, fair enough, move on with my life. But like, you know the cock... You could like, you could watch the cock destroyers in a non-porn context. It's still very erotical yeah. and sexual. But they're not actually, it's not technically porn. It's just them being like, oh, look at this. Yeah, you fucking like that, don't you? I think it's just that. Okay. And then they whittle people down. Be like, you just sure weren't sexy do. enough. Your tits weren't big enough. Get out. That's how I imagine it. I haven't seen it. This I will, is the I best reality TV show since Paris Hilton's BFF. 
I think could could well be. Yeah. Or I want to marry Harry. Have you seen I want to marry Harry? No. I want to marry Harry. It's basically the Bachelorette. No, the Bachelor. Oh, I know the concept. Oh. Listeners, if you've not seen it, it's basically The Bachelor, but The Bachelor is a Prince Harry lookalike. Obsessed. Obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Wet Bandits almost run over Kevin. Yes. Um, and Joe Pesci's like, you gotta watch where you're going, kid. And he smiles and the little cold gold tooth glimmers. Yeah. And Kevin's like, fuck. I'm going to act incredibly suspicious. <laughs> Yeah, he like walks with his like gloves on the strings, being like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then slowly turns around to look at them, and then bolts <laughs> and hides in a nativity scene for no reason. Yeah, but I think, he's ready. Am I meant to feel like the church is like the sanctuary? Yeah, I think you are. Oh god. Okay. Um, so he throws a fake party with mannequins and strings. This is ing- this child is so clever. Yeah, it's almost it's... as if an adult wrote this. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a child had nothing to fucking do with it. Um, yeah, and, um, and they're like persuaded, even though the movements of the people are turning one way and then turning the other way and then turning one way and then turning the other way. But they're they're not they're not bright. No. Um, and he orders pizza and tricks the pizza guy with the um, Angels movie. Angels with Filthy Souls movie. Yeah. And I was like, loving a film so much, you quote every line and use it for trickery. That sounds really annoying. Oh, wait, this has been a Kate Butch call-out post. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... That... I would be... Very hurt if it weren't so true. <laughs> I wouldn't say if it wasn't true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, you got me. You got me, gal. You got, you got me. me gal. I hope you're pleased with yourself. I am, thanks very Did much. Did it make you feel good? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Absolutely. I was sitting on that right. all, all evening. <laughs> I know you were. The little the s- <laughs> Oh, you little smirk as you said it, Caitlin. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I can I can bring you such joy into your life. You bring me a lot of joy with your constant quotations <laughs> of things I've never fucking heard of. That's not my fault. You need to catch up. Anyway, <laughs> Catherine O'Hara, Catherine in Paris. She's like, bonjour, uh, old people. Bonjour, old people. Uh, uh, she organs to sell. <laughs> she is like, I will literally, I'll suck you both off if you if you get if you get me on this flight. Swap with me. Go go on Friday. Change your whole fucking plans. Yeah. Um. Uh, and you can also have a necklace. Yeah. And I would you take like she's given you two first class tickets. Um, a pocket translator. It's her nice dangly earrings, her watch, her ring. This is a done deal. Yeah. For me. Honestly, I do it for the first class tickets. Like, unless I had something to go to. Like, you're telling me I can stay longer on, on my holiday bobs and go back first <laughs> class. I'm there. Absolutely. I'm never going to have time off. I'm calling work and explaining, look, <laughs> this mad lady. <laughs> 
I think she's going to win an Emmy at some point. <laughs> she um, wanted to give me her kidneys. I said no. <laughs> I'll just take your Rolex instead. Yeah. Um, and they they do agree, don't they? No. Wait. Yes. Because uh, she's eventually she's like, like I no. just, I, and then she's like, oh, you. I feel sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm a terrible mother. Please let me do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kevin goes shopping. He does some comedy adulting yeah. with the checkout lady, which I didn't care for. No. Um, but then his bags break on the way back, and I was like. Karma. Yeah. And you bought fabric softener? And I was like, I don't know what boy does housework. Like, I've lived <laughs> with multiple men in their mid-twenties who have failed to wash dishes. I don't believe they've ever bought fabric softener. I, d- I don't understand. Um, also, why do they not just have fabric softener? So, like, you've used up the last of them. I don't... I feel like, even though Catherine Hara cannot keep track of her children, I think she's quite good with laundry. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, and it's not like the night before when you're using up all your milk. You're not like, let me use up my fabric softener. (laughs) It'll spoil. (laughs) It won't. Um, Anyway. um, Oh yeah, he's downstairs. And the bit that I'd forgotten, the creepy personified furnace. Oh yeah. There's like one bit of fantasy in the whole film. Yeah, it's really Which odd. is very jarring. He's like, I'm gonna get you, Kevin! And he's like, no. I'm alright, thanks. <laughs> Except you're not, are you? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, you I, ain't gonna get me. I, I did really enjoy, by the end, I really enjoyed his, um, his arc. Yeah. And, like, where he went. But I found, like, a lot of it kind of swung on a, turned on a dime. Like, it was very, like... He's a dickhead. Oh, wait, now he's not. Like, he's bought some fabric softener, see? And it's like, no. <laughs> can't be the whole thing. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and then Marv tries to break in again, but Kevin plays the film again with yeah. a box of firecrackers. Like, bang, 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 bang. Rat-a-tat-tat. Rat-a-tat-tat. Yeah. And meanwhile, Catherine has made it to America. She's in Scranton? Yes, Pennsylvania. I only know that from The Office. Yeah. Well, and yep. the elections. Uh, when, I, when the elections were happening and I was looking at the maps, I was like, I know this from a musical. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Pennsylvania was looking iffy, I was like, at the county where it's set, I was like, well, I'm never listening to Fun Home again. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Is that the funeral home one? Yeah, it's really good. It's about lesbians. Isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say, it's queer. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. But at the Wait, same time, in Pennsylvania, we love to see it. <laughs> that, that that woman, woman, yes, is the Alison Bechdel. She she swung it. <laughs> she made it blue. <laughs> <laughs> All on her own. Good for you, Alison Bechdel. Yeah. Um, she'd hate this film. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, "I just need to get to Chicago," and the guy's like, "I can't do anything," but. Who should appear but John Candy? Who? John Candy. Well, I know he's the polka king of the Midwest because I've watched the film, but who is John Candy? John Candy's in a lot of films until he right. dies. I recognised him, but I didn't really know why. He was in another film with Macaulay Culkin called Uncle Buck. Called what? Uncle Buck. He is the eponymous Uncle Buck. Uh, yeah, I can see that for him. <laughs> Good for you, John. Um, 
Yes, he's got a polka band and they're going to Milwaukee and they're like, we'll drop you off, gal. No stress. <laughs> it's Christmas. It's cute. <laughs> and the grandma. And Christmas. Merry, Happy, Merry Christmas. Chrysler. <laughs> Happy crisis. Happy crisis. Um, uh, Harry and Marv realise that Kevin is home alone. He's like, he's lying. He's not got a dad there. He's, he's by himself. And so they're like, yeah. We're gonna, let's come back tonight and we'll get him. We'll fucking get him. Yeah, they do some loud exposition right next to his house. <laughs> they do. They absolutely do. Yeah. And he's like, nine o'clock. Um, Catherine is having a whale of a time in the back of this van. Yeah. <laughs> having her best life. <laughs> Basically, first life. She almost gets going on the clarinet. She's having a lovely time. Um, and McCauley's having his go... little moment that he wants his family back. Oh, yeah, he goes just to Christmas Grotto and he's like, Santa, I know you're not really Santa, but can I have my family back? And Santa's like, oh. Okay. Well, the I, guy I, playing I... Santa isn't like, okay, let me call child services. He's like, I'm going to give this kid some Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's literally like, my whole family disappeared. I've been by myself for the past few days. And Santa's like, minty fresh bread? <laughs> That's what you need this when they get back. This is a cry for help. Would you like some sweets? <laughs> <laughs> Um, he also goes to church, um, and Shovel Man is there because his granddaughter is singing. Yeah, and he tells and the his story, son... and it's really cute. I, I didn't mean, really care about this. It's, it's a it tale was a little of bit of communicating, it's a tale as old as time, but <laughs> you know, he said it quite nicely, so I'll give him that. Fair enough. Um, and then Kevin rushes home to get ready for a very iconic piece of cinematography. I'll tell you, the final half hour of this film, I was getting a little bit bored. I was like, none of the bits I remember are in it. Final half hour. Oh. Bish, oh. bash, bosh. Bish, before bash, bosh. we get on to that, before we get on to our, the final half hour of this film, where the stakes are upped, the ante's also upped, everyone's up, <laughs> shall we take a very quick little, cheeky little, quick little break? I think we should. I think we should. Um, we shall see you very, very soon. Before we get into the main life-threatening event that you've all been waiting for, let's talk about Patreon. Yes, let's! Patreon is a great platform where you can support our independent podcast and get great rewards in the process. Rewards like early access, bonus content, postcards, badges and even snacks. Plus, our Tracy tier patrons get a shout out in each episode, so here are those queer icons. Cole Scahill, Alice Leomaro, Laura Kenny, Ed Colley, Alex's Sim, and nothing is certain except Beth and Taxes. So if you'd like to join them, receive these great rewards, and even help choose what we review, then visit patreon.com forward slash queers and sign up today. That's patreon.com forward slash Q-U-E-E-R-S. And if you don't, we'll break into your house when your parents aren't home. No, Catherine. Right, so we're back. We're back. Yes. And we're ready to, to chat about what happens to these pesky, pesky burglars. Yeah. Um, gets his dick shot off. Yeah. That's how, that's how, we, that's how we open. <laughs> yeah. It's a good opener. Kevin sticks his... Promising start. His air gun through the letterbox and literally shoots him in the dick. I'm like, how... At, at point blank range. Yeah. How are you capable of getting up and carrying on? They are honestly indestructible. Oh, one thing before we carry on, one thing that pissed me the fuck off is that he buys his little microwave meal, 
sits down to eat it and then bing bong it's nine o'clock i'm like it's a microwave meal you had time to plan <laughs> it's max five minutes i'm reckoning three minutes fifty. oh uh, yeah it's like does the, is the microwave meal going to factor into like a trap no no never appears again cold while dick's getting shot yeah <laughs> sitting pretty <laughs> I've gone cold while some dicks have got shot. I won't lie to you. Um, I am the microwave meal of the situation. <laughs> I'm a mac and cheese. <laughs> um, he shoots Marv in the face. Again, Marv's fine. Point mm-hmm. blank range. Yes. Um, I know it's an air gun, but they're still quite dangerous. Yeah. And these these burglars are Fury. I I would say I love how quickly this film turns from they turn from a bit of burgling to being fully intent on murdering a child. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. Can you flick the switch. Not to sixty. Honestly, if someone blew seconds. my dick off, I'd probably be a bit annoyed. <laughs> if anyone was said it, I knew off. what that sounded like. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> You will not. No, not not you. If anyone around here wants their dick blown off, <laughs> you've got a in gun. every sense. <laughs> I've got chompy teeth. Um, uh, they split up because that always works out well. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's going upstairs. He's called Harry in this. I'm just going to call him Joe. And Marv goes downstairs. Yeah. There's ice on both sets, so they slippity slide all over the place. A Again, very painfully. How have they not got some kind of concussion? I know. I gasped with, (gasps) you know, when you see someone fall over, but it's not a fun falling over. It's an, oh no, I did that. (laughs) We saw someone fall over the other day. We did. And we did fuck all. (laughs) She got back. Well, we were quite far away. Yeah. And she was already up and going. Yeah. And I think she, she was walking very briskly being like, I really hope nobody saw me fall over. Yeah. So I think we did the right thing by ignoring her and going about our sweet fucking business. Yeah, we did a good thing that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rest easy tonight. Um, yes. uh, then Marv is downstairs in the basement yeah. and from the shoot, the laundry shoot? Or some kind of shoot? Yeah. Falls a full iron, which I think may be on. Is it yeah. on? Yeah, because it gets it's a the bone mark on his forehead, yeah. Yeah, he's got a fucking iron printed over his fucking face. Yeah. A horrible, uh, made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then similarly, um, Joe Pesci goes to take the door. I, I, this is the one that sticks in my mind, because Kevin's got some kind of like heater on it from the other side. I was thinking, Aunt Josephine, she was right. Any time I go near a door now, I'm going to be like, just tap it to tap on the, on the knob. <laughs> well, um... Just to check that it's still, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a yes. Um, and he gets an M monogrammed into his hand because of the burn. And then... Would you get, back would, in you, the... would you get a doorknob with your family name initial on it? No, I think that's on the same level as a personalised number plate. I.e. unacceptable behaviour. That is true. I, I was about to tell you about, because my grandma, my grandpa got my grandma a personalised number plate and I was about to tell you how hilarious it was, but I'm not going to say my grandma's number plate on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, don't do that. 
it's really funny. Uh, later. I'll tell you after. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Um, yeah. when, she, when she's dead, listeners, I'll tell you. Um, oh my God. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to. Um, <laughs> Set your clocks. <laughs> every cloud. Uh, uh, what's next? Uh, Marv goes Tom. upstairs and, yes, they're all sticky. Yeah. And then, so he takes his shoes and socks off. And another one that made me absolutely wretch. And there's a nail sticking upright on one of the steps. <gasps> yeah. And just, this... I remember that he put his foot through the nail, but I, but I think if this, he just like tapped on it. It was like, okay, I'm out. That would like completely disable your ability to like walk. Like you wouldn't you be able to. Not if like it's gone through bone. I don't. Joe Pesci's has his dick fully shut off. You'd be a bit sore. As we discussed in Pingu, dicks don't have bones. So. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Checkmate, Kate Bush. <laughs> oh, well, now we're on the subject. Should we do a quick little roundup of all the things that we've learned from our fabulous listeners who've written in to correct us on our terrible mistakes recently? Oh. Because a I couple been... of episodes ago, we were, t- no, we were talking about, um, you had one, I had one. We were oh talking about yes, um, to- yeah, brushing yeah. your teeth. We're brushing, you're brushing your teeth was mine. Um, and we, I was like, do you mouthwash right after? But no, you should not mouthwash right after brushing because it gets rid of all the nice fluoride that helps out your teeth. Oh. So thank when you for the listener who wrote it. They didn't say. So oh. it's, it's a half that. It's a thank. It's not a thank you fully. So if you're listening, my darling, please do let us know I further. Know. And maybe I'll write down your username. And I'll remember. <laughs> I'll give you a shout out. Well, lovely Cap Grayson. Wait, hang on. I am going to check because... I believe Cat Grayson. Okay. Yeah. Um, lovely Cat Grayson. Um, uh, wrote in to inform us that we've made a terrible mistake. Not a mistake. Uh, and we'd overlooked. Also, I like how you say we when it was all about you because I had no idea what you were talking about. But continue. <laughs> well, you've never seen it, so it's also an overlook on your part not having seen. Oh, checkmate part two. What is this? The Queen's Gambit? I don't know. That's I've not seen it. <laughs> I have a very weird face, yes. Um, uh, yeah, so, she's got a weird face, hasn't she? I haven't seen it! You've seen the adverts, though. I have seen the adverts. Face. She's very pretty, just I'm being rude for no reason. Anyway. Just tell your correction. <laughs> your addendum. In Glee, uh, the Christmas thing, I talked about um, uh, a magnitude pop pop guy from community who was in the classroom for like 10 seconds in glee turns out that is ben from tracy beaker what a career this man has had he's been ben he's been pop pop guy he's been boy sitting in a classroom the holy trinity (laughs) and lee jordan from harry potter and lee jordan very buzzer love to see and i think he might have actually been in glee very briefly. Oh, like in the, in the him. group? No, I think he did a bit of a dance. Or that might have been someone from The Wanted. Or it could have been both. I'm not sure. I'm sure someone will write in. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, he steps on the nail-ish. Uh, Joe Pesci opens the door to the kitchen and a blowtorch sets his head alight yeah. for multiple seconds. This had me thinking... <laughs> 
if I was a burglar, I think first on my list, my main priority would be to look where I was fucking going. That would be like my number one, especially if I've encountered multiple booby traps. Exactly. I might be like, oh, I'm going to be careful. But no, they're stamping away. Hate it. I absolutely hate it. Oh, and then he buries buries his head in this. Oh, and that singed scalp. Yeah. With like the bits of red on it and like the. Oh, oh, horrible. Um, Then Ma. Joe goes back inside. Yeah. And goes through a door and gets sticky cellophane on him and then feathers. Yeah. Some of these are less. Some of these pranks are. Ha ha ha. He looks silly now. And some of them are. Oh, you're trying to murder these people. And they just, like, <laughs> change with the wind. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Marv, again, another horrible... This is, like, this is not a nice yeah. film to watch. Um, it's, no, it is a nice... This is... It's like when people are like, Die Hard's a Christmas film. I'm like, this is similar. Um, I've never seen Die Hard. I saw it ages ago when I was far too young. I know it's got Alan Rickman in it, so I feel like I'd enjoy myself. I think you would. Um, and... Uh, Marv steps on these glass ornaments yeah. and the crunch crunch that happens. Big crunch. Big crunch. Uh, they both slip on toy cars that are at the foot of the stairs. Yeah. And like the lacerations of your head snapping backwards to hit the ground behind you. Oh my god. Uh, and then some bloody paint cans swing and hit them in the face. How are they still mobile? I don't know. <sighs> Kevin phones the police. Finally. Oh, yeah. I, it was at this point that I was like, he could at any point have asked for help. At any he point. He could have phoned the police up and been like, so these guys are coming to break in at nine o'clock. I've, t- I've heard them say it. So you could come and lie and wait. I don't have to waste my nice ornaments or my toy cars. Just, just turn up at nine and arrest them, please. Or even just say, hey, my family has left me alone. Like yeah, just... or may- oh no, oh, maybe it's because he's got a big distrust of, no, but no, he doesn't have a distrust of policemen because he phoned them up later. Yeah. I don't know. I said there were no plot holes, but maybe there are. <laughs> anyway, um, they- he trips him over with a wire, um, and he was about to run up to the attic, and Marv grabs him. Yes. But luckily the tarantula is creepy, creepy around, and he yep. grabs the tarantula, sticks it on his face. And Marv screams. Everyone's having a scream in time. Uh, Do you and... think could, this, this might be a, this is such a hypothetical question, but I'm not sure if I could pick up a spider in, in that situation. The adrenaline. Maybe. Also, you know the spider. It, it, you're friends with the spider. Kind of. <laughs> it's a good pal spider. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, and then he, he runs up to his Dusseldorf attic. Mm-hmm. And there's a zip wire to the treehouse. His core and arm strength must be fantastic for an eight-year-old. True, but he's not got much to hold up. That's true. He is lighter. Yes. So, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Or it could be a stunt double. <laughs> it's like a, a little blonde woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds generous. In a nice jumper. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, Marv is hitting Joe Pesci with a crowbar because he thinks the tarantula's on him. Oh yeah. 
and then they they get up to the attic and shimmy along. Yeah, and oh, shimmy shimmy. Macaulay fully cuts them loose. Is that look at me secateurs, bitch? <laughs> snip snip, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And they slam into the house. I'm like, okay, they're dead now. Surely. Yeah, surely. Let it, be, let, like, they must be wishing they were dead. Let them die. <laughs> let it be over for them. Um, uh, so he runs to a nearby house, which is the one that they were burgling beforehand that's now flooded because yeah. of the wet bandits. Uh-huh. And he's trying to lure them to the house. He's like, come and get me, you cunts. You know? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know what the plan was here. No. Also, the old man turns up. Was that a plan? Did he make man... the plan with the man? I don't know. <laughs> if not, why is he just creeping in people's houses? They're flooded houses. Yeah. He's like, turn, turn a tap off, babe. <laughs> if you're there, help out a bit. <laughs> why are you still carrying your shovel? Oh, yeah, because you're Joe and mop. Marv. Yeah. Grab a bucket and a mop. Yes. That's a flooded ass house. Um, Joe and Marv intercept and they're like, we've got you, even though we should by rights be deceased. Yes. Um, and then it becomes very obvious that if you take the comedy out of it, this is just two men proposing to torture a child. It gets so a little I'm going to bite off his fingers. I'm going to bite each of his fingers off one by one. Yeah, I'm going to burn his head off. It's like, oh. <laughs> now, I love a carrot baton more, more than the next person. But I don't think I could bite a child's fingers off. Good for you. I should explain the cognitive leap that just happened there, shouldn't I? Yeah. Um, apparently, it only takes the amount of biting that a carrot ba- it takes to bite through a carrot baton to bite through a finger. What? But your brain is like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fucking bite off my own finger. Which, good for my brain, coming through with some kind of self-preservation thing for the first time in 24 years. I just tried to bite off my own finger. (laughs) Uh, But, so if if you were, like, blindfolded, someone was like, open your gullet. I've got um, a little baton They put a little thing, and they're like, chomp, chomp onto my crudite. No! Or you'd be like, I'll put some hummus on it, babes. I'm not a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you'll be like, is it a finger? Surely you give <laughs> and it they'll a be little... like, Ooh. No, it doesn't smell like a carrot. Carrots don't really have a big smell, do they? If it's covered in hummus, the hummus will disguise the smell of a finger. You can make a finger smell like... like anything. Cruci- crucially, I think uh, <laughs> a carrot doesn't have the texture of skin. But once your teeth are through it, you ain't stopping to think what the texture's like. Oh, uh, in this situation, am I just blindly chomping? <laughs> yeah, you you know you you haven't closed anything around the finger yet. Oh right, like, okay. The finger I is suspended. Like, okay, let me just reach my finger up and and grab the carrot baton, and they'd be like, no, no, <laughs> it's an experiment. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they'd be like, no, the carrot baton is already between your teeth, so you just need to shut them. Just chomp, chomp onto it. <laughs> the lines of consent that have been drawn here. Are <laughs> Is this not what happened in your Dusseldorf attic? <laughs> this this sounds like a kind of thing that would take place in a Dusseldorf attic. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's why I've got a plan to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared. Heat up a doorknob. Uh, what happens now? Uh, the shovel man whacks around the head and is yeah. like, no carrots for you, Joe Pesci. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, and the, they arrest him. And Catherine's feeling a bit shit, but John Candy does a nice motivational speech about how she's not the only terrible parent in that van. Yeah, I see. Everyone here is an absolute father. <laughs> He's like, he hates his kids. He hasn't seen them for three years. <laughs> Even I once tried to murder them all. Um, what? You're not the one. No, no, he doesn't say okay. that. Okay. <laughs> but he's like, you're not a bad parent. Well, you are a bad parent, Catherine, but so is everyone, basically. Okay. Which is it's realistic. Yeah. At least. Um, uh, um, and then Kevin wakes up the next morning and there's loads of snow, but there's no family. Big sad. Big sad. Um, but then the van pulls up. <laughs> and they get re- I, I was so over- Like, I, I remember crying at this every time I used to watch it and I would just feel like a little- a well of emotion stare because Catherine O'Hara is so good in this scene. She's such a good actress. She's great. Catherine O'Hara is fantastic. Also, the bit that got me little teary is when he puts out his milk and cookies for Santa. <gasps> that got me. Oh. I just. Oh, oh. And, to be fair to Macaulay, he's doing well too. Is he? He's a good act. He's an all right actor. <laughs> you saw yourself saying good there. The way that child actors go. I think he's in a higher tier than, like, Scrunchy Bitch. Oh, oh, absolutely. Or higher someone. than Dan Radcliffe. Better than Emma Watson. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's not very good, is it? I've only been doing some simple spells myself. Oculus Ribeiro. You've got dirt on your nose, by the way. Did you know? No. <laughs> Has any of you seen a toad? A boy Neville's last one. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's Levy Osa, not Levy Osa. She's a nightmare. I want you to have any friends. I think she heard you. Anyway. I'm going to start having a pound jar for every, <laughs> every Harry Potter reference. You know what I call a pound jar? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> a, a jar that you put coins in. Oh, good. What were you thinking of? Of experience with your setups. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're reunited, and then Kevin's like, "Oh, where's everyone else?" And Catherine's like, "They didn't make it. They but didn't then... love you. <laughs> <laughs> Even your dad was like, nah. <laughs> I'm staying at Paris. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> Economy family." <laughs> Au revoir, Kevin. Je ne regret rien. But the whole family arrive. And Kevin's like, I am not les incompetents. I bought fabric softener. Yes. And, and they're, they're like, like wow, correct. fabric softener. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if I was Kevin's family and I walked through the door and he wasn't a skeleton on the floor, I'd be like, you have done well. Based on what I know about you, you can't pick toppings off a pizza and call yeah. it a cheese pizza. Fair enough. Also, this is how we know that Kevin is straight, right? 
because they're like, what else happened while we were gone? And he's like, oh, nothing much. Whereas if it was me, boasting <laughs> and spinning a yarn would be first on my agenda. <laughs> His plan to keep a secret and not make a fuss is the strangest thing I've ever seen. I hate it. You're so right. I'd be like, gather round, bring a mug of hot cocoa and your favourite blanket. This Christmas tale about <laughs> me. Like, this is amazing. Like, even if I have a minor thing happen in my life, even if, like, I find some Bourneville fingers in fucking Asda, I'm like, gather round, family. <laughs> I enter every social situation like, you'll never guess what happened on the way here. <laughs> like, I'm never not having a nightmare. As, like, the Northern Delight was slightly, de- Northern Line was slightly delayed. <laughs> Not like you almost killed two burglars who were trying to kill you, which is a major life event. But he's like, no, I just just hung out. Yeah, that's straight as well. Say he hung out. Oh no. We'll meet up and be like, you never guess what kind of prick wasn't wearing their mask properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless him. He's a more he's a palatable heterosexual. Yeah, I think he'll get on well as long as he. I, I enjoyed going on this journey with him. The dad um, finds a piece of broken ornament, and Shovel Man reunites with his family, which is a nice little parallel. It's really cute. Um, and then the brother, the, the horny brother, ruins it. Like, what have you done in my room? Yeah, Finn. No, no, the, the dad doesn't find an ornament. He finds the gold tooth. Oh, I thought it was just like a... Horrible. <laughs> Tooth. Right, this has been our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> um, I thought it was just like a shattered bit of ornament. Nice. But it's been in a man's mouth. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, what's this? And I'm like, well, it's tooth-shaped. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I am so self-conscious about talking about dentistry now. You've ruined it for me. Now, if your teeth aren't real and are covered in gold, would they still be able to bite through a finger thinking it was a carrot? I imagine so. I imagine it's the jaw strength. That's that's true. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised if Joe Pesci had any motor skills left after what he's been through in this film. Yeah. He is in palliative care. He absolutely does. Like... <laughs> he's in hospital for, like, yeah. Absolutely Deathbed. Like Yes. And that's the end. That's the end. Now, was it queer or was it camp? Did it make us queer? Did it make us camp? I mean, I'm not sure. O'Hara's suit is queer representation at its best. <laughs> I am astounded that Catherine O'Hara is not queer. I know, right? I, I cannot believe it. I may have mentioned it before, but there's... Have you seen the final... Have you finished Shit's Creek yet? Not yet, no. Okay. Well, in the final, like, summing up, uh, almost like documentary episode they do about the final season, they talk about the impact it's had on the queer community. Uh... There's a club that has a night of a thousand Moira Roses. Oh, right? That's amazing. <laughs> right? So 
don't get that's amazing yeah well clearly catherine was unaware the toll having a bebe would have on her life stop being such a grumpy pelican she should have said that yeah instead of say you don't want a family again go on go on (laughs) be a shorter film Um, I I think there's there's trickery. There is trickery, which is, is ultimately straight tricky. But I think it could inspire gay trickery. Yes. Does that does make that make sense? sense? It does make sense. Yes. Um, I think, I think swinging a paint can. Oh, swinging a paint can on a man's a head. Aunt, who's giving the, the, the glasses. And she's the mother of Fuller and the other one. They were camp with their like eighties, nineties round glasses. Yeah, shining twins. Mm-hmm. Love, love to see it. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just starting gormlessly drinking Pepsi. Pepsi. Love, yeah. love it. Um, uh, yeah, it's that. It's not the campest or the queerest, but I think I I took what I needed Stop from it. it. Little pick and mix of arse hollering. Arse hollering. Arse hollering. Arse <laughs> I ain't no arse hollerback girl. Right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's it for another Christmas tale. I hope you enjoyed gathering round and listening by the hearth. Yeah. To our nonsense about <laughs> carrot batons. If you want more nonsense, uh, you can find us all over social media. We're at Quiz Gone By on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at mm-hmm. Kaylin Powell on Instagram and at Kaylin PWLL on Twitter. And I'm at Kate Butch One on both. Um, you can also subscribe and rate and review um, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just to make sure you don't miss an episode, and also really helps us out as well in terms of algorithms. Tell a friend. Tell, Tell an enemy. Tell Brenda song. Tell Brenda song. Please. Tell Brenda song. Check up on her. <laughs> Check she's okay. <laughs> What's she, she doing questions. now? We do. Um, if you want even more of this nonsense, you can find us on Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash queers, Q-U-E-E-R-S. And you can sign up from just a pound a month. And that also helps us out as well around this time of the spirit of giving. So find us there for that. And until next week, when we have even more festive campery nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I think we should say it as the French say it. Au revoir. Au revoir, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! Ta-da! Bye.